0: Wow, hey y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, the Diamond Dream Team. So be sure to get your Diamond and Silk pin at diamondandsilkstore.com. And as Diamond would say, it takes a team to build a dream. Oh yes, it do. So before we go any further, I want you all to do to stop what you're doing right now and make sure you share, share this broadcast, share this podcast, share it across this world, across the nation. Let everybody know that it is imperative that they continue to share this information with everybody because this is something that the mainstream, lamestream media don't want you to know, don't want us to talk about. But you know what? We are here on frankspeech.com, Lindell TV, and we want you all to share this podcast, and this broadcast. And if you really, really, truly care about America, if you care about the Constitution, if you care about your freedom of speech, then you will share. You will share it everywhere and let everybody know that Silk is on the air. If you have any questions tonight, be sure to email them at diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. Don't forget to download the Frank Speech app the Frank Social app. Once again, it's imperative that you download these apps so you can stay updated and informed as to what's going on in our country. Because once again, they don't want y'all to know the truth. They don't want us to tell you the truth, but this gives you the opportunity to stay updated and informed, okay? Shout out to all of our affiliates that' streaming our content across this whole entire country. Shout out to a getter, Shout out to Rumble. Shout out to the chats. Everybody that's on the chat, just chatting away. Thank you all so much. Shout out to CTA TV. Shout out to RSBN. God bless you all. Thank you so much for streaming our content. Uh, truly, 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 truly do appreciate it. Um, don't forget about the mask, Dumber. For a lot of people that's still wearing a mask, and now with all of these chemical Uh, spills and uh, uh, explosions and different things that's going on Uh, right now a lot of people are having to cover their face and they are getting skin irritated uh, irritation underneath their mask and so what the master does it helps with those itchy the itchy skin and the breakouts and so forth you can go to masterma.com be sure to use promo code diamond that's promo code diamond um, also you all don't forget about my pillow 2.0. That's right. You can go to mypillow.com, use promo code diamond to get a, a discount off. And you know, I am, uh, for individuals, you know, my real, real women, I'm talking about my real women. Yeah. The ones with the VJJ, not the dangdangs. The, that's who I am talking about. My real natural born women that may have a little menopause and occasionally you may have Little hot flashes. Well, let me tell you something about these MyPillow 2.0. This MyPillow 2.0 keeps you cool, y'all. So you won't have to worry about soaking out the pillow when you're sweating because of these hot flashes. MyPillow 2.0 gets the job done. So make sure you go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code DIAMOND, okay, so that you can receive a discount off the MyPillow 2.0. Also, don't forget about our book, Uprising, Who the Hell Said You Can't Ditch and Switch? The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. You can go to diamondandsilkstore.com. That's diamondandsilkstore.com. For all of those that want to know more about Diamond and Silk, where we came from, how we grew up, how we got into the political uh, arena, you can learn all of that there. If you go to diamondandsilkstore.com and get the book, purchase the book. And it's still, it's signed autograph, autograph copy of those books. You can get it there, once again, at diamondandsilkstore.com. You all, we have a whole lot to talk about tonight, a whole, whole lot, so I'm trying to get right on to it. But first, I want to say happy President's Day to my president, President Donald J. Trump. He is the true winner of the 2020 election uh, that was actually stolen from him via fraud and fraudulent activity. Yes, it was fraudulent activity. Now, our country right now is under siege by this ass-backwards bastard who is nothing but a puppet over this regime, okay? And he's somewhere in Ukraine with what I call his butt-buddy, money-laundering scammer is what I call it because as far as I'm concerned, that's all that's going on. Anytime you have enough money to send over there to protect them, but then here it is, America is going downhill. America is under siege. We at war right now, and his old behind is somewhere over there in Ukraine. So my president is Donald J. Trump. He's going down there to check on those people there in Ohio. Where is Jim Crow Joe at? Hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, they're still in America wealth. They know they're still in America wealth. I know they're still in America wealth. Because some things are not adding up here. And they want to try to silence you, keep you quiet so that you won't talk about it. But they got the right one, baby. Cause Silk gonna talk about it and talk about them. I'm gonna call them right on out from the rooter to the tutor. Period. Now I'll be talking more about this tomorrow night with my sister Vi. This Diamond young youngest sister should be joining us tomorrow night. So you all stay tuned because I know that she has a whole lot to say about Jim Crow Joe and what's going on in our country. So before I go any further, I want you all to know that tonight we're going to have a panel of individuals that is connected to the uh, Jay sisters. We call them J sisters. These are the Political Prisoners that's been locked up or have gotten locked up, got their door battery ramped. We're going to be talking to uh, some individuals tonight, a nice panel of individuals. And I'm going to try my best to stay calm. I'm going to try my damnedest not to cuss. But uh, it's going to be hard for me not to cuss. So uh, I hope Michael and Dale give me a free pass tonight because this is enough to infuriate you. So before I bring on the panel, I want you all to take a look at this. Please play clip one.
1: My name is Jonathan Mellis. I'm a January sixth detainee inside the DC jail. I have been incarcerated for over seven hundred days without trial. The treatment I have endured since my arrest has shaken my faith in humanity. I thought I was in a country where citizens were deemed innocent until proven guilty. I thought I was in a country where citizens are afforded dignity and treated humanely. Democrat rioters who stormed the White House in the summer of 2020, they injured 100 federal officers, burned St. John's Church, and forced President Trump to be evacuated to an underground bunker. The next day, the mainstream media and Democrats only laughed at President Trump. No Democrat experienced the inhumane and unconstitutional conditions. J6ers have endured for two years, one year of solitary confinement, two years tonight, visitation. We live under threat by violent and hateful correctional officers. We deal with black mold, brown drinking water, rasp, and cockroaches. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. We J6ers still sing the Star Spangled Banner every night at 9am.
0: You all, this is unacceptable. Period. It is unacceptable. It's unbelievable that this is happening in the United States of America. This is, this is, this here, it's, it's, somebody's gonna have to say something about this. And somebody's gonna have to do something about it. Where is our true leaders? The one, the Republican Party, let me just call you out, Republicans, because all while the Democrats, Had their knee on the necks of these political prisoners. You all were saying what you was gonna do. Now that you 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 have the house, where are you at, Jonathan
2: Mellis in D.C. in a D.C. jail. He witnessed the murder of Roseanne Boland. On January the 6th, two years pretrial with no bond, one year solitary confinement, two years no visitation, living under inhumane and unconstitutional conditions, brown drinking water, cockroaches, black mold, and threats by violent correctional officers. Our elected officials should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed of themselves. Please play clip
3: two. I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. Back! Back! Back!
4: Back! Back! Let's go! No, come on, please, guys, get them. Go! Come on! Let's go! Shut the fuck up! Stop it. Stop it. No! The road, let's go!
5: Let's up. National Guard out here.
4: <laughs>
5: I was wrong, I thought that guy was causing problems, but he's not. Oh. I think that man probably died. I hope they saved his life.
0: the people that was killed on January the 6th, and it appears to be at the hands of police officers, security guards. Say their names. Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, Kevin Breeson, Benjamin Phillips. Why are our media talking about these individuals? Why are our media telling the truth about what really happened on January the Now, Mr. Jake Lane was supposed to be on tonight to discuss this movie, his movie, and his legal fund, but apparently he's disappeared. He's re- he recently been doing a lot of interviews from jail, trying to let the public know what's really going on, but it looked like they may have shut him down. So I want you all to make sure that you be sure to visit J. Sits Truth org and donate to the j6 legal fund and be sure to look at the movie see there's a lot of the clips that they really don't want you all to see now play clip three for me please
3: go uh first i'd like to say my condolences uh for diamond Diamond and Silk, y'all were, I watched y'all a lot during the past four or five years, and and y'all are great. Y'all are heroes to the conservative movement. Y'all are heroes to America and our freedoms and stuff. And a lot of people listen to y'all. Y'all have a lot of influence, so I thank thank you again. Um, My story is, I, I went to J6 that day to help people Uh, not only just to protest the stolen election, but to help people because they were being threatened by Antifa and stuff, you know, to get beat up and stuff. And you all saw what was going on the last four years during all the riots and stuff like that.
2: This call is from a federal prison.
3: So so anyway, so they waited about 11 months, and they arrested me uh, while I was helping uh, um, some ranchers. Had families on their land that didn't—they they weren't safe no more on their land because of all the illegal immigration coming across and the criminals and stuff that were breaking in the houses and the stuff around the neighborhoods. So I was helping. Uh, I was being highly effective, and all of a sudden they—I was just coming—I was just kidnapped by the fence and um, taken out of Texas, shipped out of Texas. They totally forgot about me. Uh, I was held over 90 days without an indictment. Um, they just kind of threw me in a hole and just uh, and forgot about me and uh, they didn't give me my medicine. Like, I take medicine for PTSD from the, my war in Iraq. I'm an Iraq war veteran and uh, my mind was just so clouded and I was disoriented. I was going I had Virgo, vertigo real bad and uh, so that over 90 days I was just really messed up. You know, they were doing a hole forgot about me and and that Just to keep me in jail, when we found out about it, they came down with it at one indictment, which is not, a, not guilty. That I'm not guilty of, but anyways, but that's how it all worked out with me. And you know, they've just been they've kept me over a year without seeing my kids. I finally got to see them yesterday. And it was so emotional. My kid, my daughter is still crying today. And, uh, it's just what they're doing to these kids is child abuse. What they're doing to us Americans is, is abuse. Botanic. It's wrong. And, uh, and I just pray that everybody keeps fighting and step up the fights on these Republicans to do something on something. We have some great Republicans out there work fighting for us, and, and you still keep fighting for us, and I just like everybody to keep fighting for us. So I love you all, and I try to answer any all letters that are written to me. Thank you very much.
0: Lucas Denny, he's also a political prisoner, still locked up. He wanted to join us tonight. But they locked him down. They locked him down. So just like they're silencing our voices out here, they're also silencing their voices in there. What is it that they don't want us to know? So we got to find out. We're going to have to have open discussion, open dialogue, and get down to it to see what's actually going on behind the bars. So right now, I want to welcome to the show the adjacent panel here, please. Welcome to the show. Sean, Trennis, Helena, Angel, David, Mickey, Eric. There they go. Welcome you all. Hi. Thank you all for being on. Now, I know that this is uh, something a little different for my audience, but I'm I'm so glad to have you all on. Uh, I left the other night and I um, went on to Twitter. And uh, and I saw where they was doing this, uh, this uh, little event, I guess is what you call it there on Twitter. And I happened to click on it. And just to hear the different stories that was going on, the different people that is really crying out for help for their loved ones, for people that they know. And I, I had to interject there and let them know, look, you have a platform here. You have a home right here at Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live to talk about what the hell's been going on here in our country, period. One thing about silk you're going to find out is I'm not scared of nail one of them because we still live here in America under a constitution, and people are supposed to be given due process. So I want every one of you all to let the audience know how you are connected to a J. sir. If you're one yourself, let them know. If you're an advocate, let us know. Ladies Start first. From
6: the t- Ladies first. Oh okay. oh, okay, I'll go. I'm I'm Mickey Widhoff. I'm Ashley Babbitt's mother. Um, my daughter was murdered by Capitol Police Officer Michael Byrd on January 6th, 2021. I love and miss my daughter every day. The lies had been told about my daughter are just intolerable. My daughter was an American patriot four tours of duty in the Middle East, and she was a brave and courageous woman. Uh, She went to the Capitol that day to see President Trump uh, talk um, and was murdered. And and Ashley uh, spoke to me in a dream and let me know that there were political prisoners. I was unaware and and then um, i spoke with dave summerall who's also on the show and he told me to pray about my path forward and that brought me to dc in august where i have been since uh, august 1st holding a vigil outside the dc jail where we sing the national anthem with the men every night at nine o'clock we're there from seven to 9 30. we attend congressional hearings and uh, the court, the courtrooms during the day, and then we hold our vigil every night. I have spoken with John Mellis, the, the, uh, and and many of the prisoners, Uh, since we've been on the corner, they have obtained visitation through um, Congressman Nels, he went in and and got their first visitation five weeks ago, Um, and, and, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm proud to be standing with some amazing patriots, I, everybody on, on your panel tonight are, are activists in this, Uh, fight against uh, the 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 lies that have been told and we absolutely have a right to the 14,000 hours of footage it's paid for with American tax dollars and and, uh, it's just ludicrous what's going on and and we have so many people working so hard and I don't understand who we have to get in front of to make a difference I know Trennis has has, uh, worked hard Dave Summerall has been done more investigation than anybody and uh, we need to have him be able to to you know show that footage and it's nice that tucker carlson's finally talking about it but we we need some action from our people you know we need some action from our political like like you said silk you know that they all they told us all to wait until till the you know uh, the house we had the majority mm-hmm. in the house and we have and we have had some meetings with some people and, and we have some promises some things to come but we need we need less promises and more action
0: that's right that's right all right who's next go ahead
7: go. my name's Angel Harrison I'm retired armor Sergeant Kenneth Harrison's wife he's also a j6er sitting in the DC gulag he's been incarcerated for 711 days as of today um, I think it's 11, 11, 711 days uh, he's also an oath keeper and he's been convicted as of November 29th. With uh, Stuart Rhodes and Kelly Meggs, Jessica Watkins, and Thomas Caldwell, he was not he was not found guilty for the seditious conspiracy, but he was found guilty on three other charges, and he's looking at his sentencing date for May twenty-six at 1.30 in the afternoon in D.C. So I've been fighting. I'm also his uh, advocate as well, and I've been advocating for. Other the January Sixers and just not just advocating, but more of support. Um, I'm the one that started the J6 coffee, morning coffee. And that is more of just everyone wanting to get their voices out. That's the only reason why I started that is just to get our voices heard, that's it. And it's not a space for me and Helena, it's a space for everyone. I don't want to take credit for it. We all deserve credit for it. That's what I keep telling everybody. It's our voices that are getting heard. And yeah. that's what I want. I don't want Wonderful. credit for it.
8: Wonderful. And all right. Pretty Who's
7: much that's a small part of my story. And he right now, I haven't heard from my husband since Saturday night.
8: Wow. Oh yeah. yeah that's what
6: sure. I wanted to say that, Yeah. That everybody's on lockdown in the DC jail. They, they usually call out and sing the anthem with us and nobody's heard from anybody in there since 10 30 Saturday night. So that is a concern to all of us that, that the DC jail is locked down.
0: Okay. All right. The the other young lady down there at the bottom.
9: Uh, Go ahead, yes, so, hi. hi, my name is Helena Gibson and, uh, I became a J six advocate because, uh, well, I, I, I'm a jam sixer. I, I'm not arrested, but they have 12 of my friends that are locked up this evening. And as soon as I figured out that uh, they were just scooping everybody up all over the country, I knew that I had to do something. So I've been a part of building a support system and network where we uh, raise money for commissaries, communications. We spread awareness. We um Uh, do fundraisers for give, and goes. Um, there's many things that we advocate for. I was also a volunteer for Jeremy Brown's campaign. He's the oath keeper that came out as a whistleblower against the government. Uh, I live in Clearwater, Florida and Jeremy, um, was running from his jail. cell. it's a pretty, uh, unique story. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy all in itself, but, um, I I've continued my advocacy because, um, what has happened to our political prisoners is deplorable. It's absolutely awful. We've never in American history had political hostages on American soil. So uh, we discovered Twitter spaces and we came out from the back channels where we did uh, networking for almost two years. Uh, We've developed a um, J6 support hotline. Uh, We are doing these Twitter spaces for calls to action. The Twitter mm-hmm. Spaces in the morning uh, with Angel Harrelson, uh, Ken's wife. We do. It's a support place where we just can all come together. Uh, we found so many people, so many Jan Sixers that we'd never even spoken to before. So it, it's really advocacy work that I do.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. All right, gentlemen.
10: Y'all mind if I go first?
0: Come on, darling. Go no. for it.
10: Hey, uh, everybody knows me as the general. Um, Helena, Helena and I, we put together a space uh, starting out as soon as they started spaces up on Twitter. Uh, if, if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's a, it's a place where you can kind of meet up and you can have speakers come in. And um, what we've done is we have really exposed a lot of the atrocities that have happened to these J6ers. Uh, a lot of people don't understand how bad it is. They don't understand the abuse that's been given. They don't understand the, the the attacks at night in the middle of their sleep. Uh, they don't they don't know about the the rapes that occur. They don't know about you know so many things uh, th- that these people do. Uh, they throw them in solitary confinement for any reason. Um, you know they they I mean literally some of them have been in solitary confinement for two years, and I mean even the Geneva Convention states that over two weeks is is considered torture. So. Uh, i don't think anybody really understands what these people are going through uh for misdemeanors uh, many of many of these people have um you know basically uh been attacked at their homes their families their families have uh you know endured the the, the uh the situation of uh being raided uh for mis for these mm-hmm. people literally committing misdemeanors okay so they they've had they've been you know held at gunpoint they've been you know their their children have been held at gunpoint uh, you know these uh, for literally misdemeanors. I mean, we're this is what we're talking about. It's the abuse of power that's been going on. Um, you know, it's 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 unfortunate to see this. It's hard to deal with. It's something that has, has not been easy to to go through. I'm not a J sixer. I didn't go to J six and I really didn't have anything to do with it. I was in Texas here, but somehow my advocacy for Ashley Babbitt and many other J sixers uh, caused me to to get to be in the crosshairs of these. Uh, you know. Uh, Just Mm -hmm. political tyrants. And they they actually subpoenaed me to the J6 Select Committee for for basically advocating. And, uh, you know, it's it's a disgusting situation. And, uh, you know, I've just been standing up and fighting. So you can find me. uh, You can find me and Helena on there. Helena Gibson. And you can find me on Twitter. uh, The General. We do uh, space every day from two to five. Uh, So we're, we're, we're putting out the truth. We're doing calls to action. We're, we're fixing situations when they have the the heater off and they're freezing these guys. We make phone calls and and make sure it's fixed. You know, when, when there's abuses going on, we step up to the plate and we make phone calls to marshals and, and other people involved uh, so that we can fix these situations. And as we've progressively done this, there's been less incidents.
2: Wonderful, so. wonderful,
0: wonderful. Hopefully with, with you all being here, it'll be less because right now I want them released. I want every one of them released. Every one of them. Go ahead, who's next?
5: Sean, jump in there.
11: Yeah, I'll go ahead and go to bat. You know, uh, I've had the pleasure of working with both Trinis and David. Uh, I met Mickey actually down in Texas. Um, so I was, I was there that day. I saw a lot of things. It's kind of hard to to put it all into a nice little package for everybody, but I try to do the best I can all the time. I covered a lot of the riots in 2020 uh, in the streets, a lot of the BLM situation, Antifa and others. And then I actually covered uh, a lot of the Stop the Steal protests three times in Washington, D.C., leading up to January 6th. It was essentially embedded with Proud Boys, and I thought that that was a really interesting story because what I was seeing on the ground was so different from what the mainstream media was reporting. Um, I interviewed with the FBI shortly after January 6th, told them everything that I saw, including the fact that I first entered into a doorway that was open from the inside by, as yet, unidentified individuals. Um, they ignored all that. They charged me three months later. And they attempted to suppress that information for the last two years, all the way through my guilty plea. So that's kind of been a central thing uh, with everything I've done is I've been on the hunt for what I was told by a a very good source just a few days after January 6th was that there were multiple agencies, multiple operations and multiple agendas at play on January 6th. So a lot of what I've done is try to dig in and find that. And then the course of that work, I met really great people, um, Worked with David Summer on Stop Hate, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, and wrote some pieces for him. Uh, worked with him on a lot of investigations. Uh, worked with Trennis and David and 107 when we produced Bloody Hill, uh, which I encourage everybody to watch. And it's It's been a really wild story, and it's been crazy to watch what this country is doing to all these different people. Um, it's atrocious. It's really atrocious. I've always been a civil libertarian. I'm not, you know, as I've said, I'm not a conservative. So just to watch everything get spun around and watch the way people that I used to agree with, you know, call me a fascist and a Nazi and everything else as a result of this. It's been, it's been wild, but I think we're making headway finally.
2: But you know what? It doesn't matter if you're left wing, right wing, or in between, you're still a human being. And as an American Absolutely. citizen, you should be given due process, period. It's not about your political affiliation. The deal is, this is a misdemeanor. They want to come after you all for trespassing, but we got illegal aliens trespassing in America. Uh, 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 what's, been, what's happening to them? They're trespassing freely in America on American soil, but you want to go after American citizens for what you say, trespassing in America, House At our taxpayers? Pay
5: for that dog, on home? I'm really heated, you all.
12: I'm gonna try to keep calm. Go ahead. Who's next? Thank you. Go ahead, Trina. Oh, thanks, David. You're a good guy. I don't care. I don't care what everybody else says about you. No, I'm just kidding. We <laughs> love. I love David. I get to work with David all the time. He's a great guy. Just like everybody here. I know all these people. They brought. To, I'm gonna tell you something. So, I think you've seen this around the nation. These people have brought together a family. They've brought together the fury of we the people. The people, and they're standing up and they're speaking out and they're saying what needs to be said. So um, they created me. You're right, I'm a threat to democracy. You're right, Mr. Government. You're right, Mrs. Government. I am a threat to democracy because we are a constitutional republic. And anybody who wants to try and sell that soft soap nonsense to the people and the children and call this a threat to democracy, you're damn right we are. We're a constitutional republic. That's why I founded condemnedusa.com, and we went to work on this. I got frustrated with watching the legal efforts. I got frustrated with watching congressmen do nothing. I got frustrated with watching nothing happen. So I got involved, and I rolled up my sleeves, and I started fighting back. I, you know, I was like everyone else. I went through this in the beginning. They came here. They put my wife and child at gunpoint. I walked out my door that day, and I said, y'all just made the biggest mistake you ever made in your life, and they laughed, and my wife knew exactly what I meant when I said that. She knew like, oh my, they, they have no idea what they've done, and uh, so here we are. And we've been fighting back. We've been doing, we brought brought together many lawyers. We've got together a lot of legal actions. We've been fighting cases. I've been working with David, Sean, uh, Mickey. I mean, just we've everything from public awareness to getting out there and actually rolling up our sleeves and writing the motions and getting involved to help people. And we've worked on change of venue. We've worked on the sentencing structure that's now been used in dis- dozens of cases. And we keep working and we keep fighting. And that's just the way it's going to be. You are not going to silence us because the people here, you see the looks on the faces here, people like David and Mickey and Helena and Angel and Sean, these are convicted people, not because they're convicts, but because they have conviction in the spirit of this country. They believe in God. They believe in what this is supposed to be. They believe in a constitution. And I stand with these people all day, every day. We stand legally. We stand in the courts. We stand for the constitution, the bill of rights, and we are not going to put up with this. We are not taking this laying down and we're going to keep coming. So thank
0: That's you, right. David. Don't
12: you
0: it, That's right. All right, David.
5: All right. Age last. They say save the old guy for the for the end. But hey, listen, uh, all these, <laughs> all all these good running. people. <laughs> I know, man. I, I know this has aged me like 10 years in the last two years. But Silk, let me tell you first, you look great in purple. That is definitely your, your color. That's some royalty going on there. I appreciate you, you letting us all come on here and share our stories with you and your audience. It's so important that people learn what's going on. Listen, I was there. Uh, my friends were there. My employees were there. And, and you know, it comes to a matter of self-defense. You know, when your government literally attacks you physically and, you know, through social terrorism as well, this is a fight that goes on and on. And, and basically it comes down to hate. They hate us. They want us dead in every way. We can see that now very plain and clear. Uh, I started Stop Hate back in 1992. And somehow, I guess I figured, you know, we were going to have some issues with hate. Who knew 30 years later that we would literally be hunted by our own government? And, and we know it's not true. Everything that we've uh, been able to show from the video, from the day, from the good people that were there that turned over their evidence to us, Sean, Trinnis, everyone has worked as a team, like Trinnis said, as a family to try to expose this to people. And, and these stories that we're seeing in the news Today are old in our community. You know, this there's nothing new to us. We've been trying to get this information to the public for a long time. StopHate.com has a lot of that information. CondemnedUSA.com has a lot. Um, There's several different places that have developed as a result of this, and all these good people you see here, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and being convicted is one thing. These people are on fire. And they're not going to stop until we get the results that we need. And that's the freedom, Silk, that you talked about. You can free the video all day long, but we want you to free the people. It's been long enough. It's been hard enough. And there's no excuse to keep them any longer. So thanks for having us on. Thank you. And, you know,
0: speaking of video, you know, speaking of video, you know, I understand that uh, exculpatory evidence has really been hidden by our government. And I know Nancy Pelosi, I see why Nancy Pelosi was scared to release the footage, but you know, Kevin McCarthy, he's supposed to be uh, the Republican, right? So I wanna know why is footage being released to the corporate media and not to the American citizens?
12: Well, you know, that's a great question. If I can field that one, I actually had a conversation with uh, my contact over there today at the Congress we had a nice discussion about that, and I asked that very question. I said, listen, there's all these media sources. There's all these people. I was there. We sat down. We had a meeting a couple of weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. explaining this. I said, there's not only media sources, but the investigators. You know, David, his people, Sean, Gary. There's so many people that have been going through this footage that have investigated this on so many cases. I mean, we've been involved in over 50-plus cases that we've had footage from the Oath Keepers to the Proud Boys been able to see so much and investigate this and we've seen i mean i entered a 40 minute video into the court to correct the judge when, the, when my judge made the statement that the only people that were heroes and patriots on january 6th were the police and i said no ma'am that's incorrect it's on the record it's there we entered a 40 minute video to show many of the heroes and patriots present that day but this is what needs to be done in my opinion you get this out there you release this, you ask for the roadmap and the guides, like people like David, and let these people get out there they have been looking at this video footage all this time, and let them guide the people and say, this is where you want to look. This is what the people need to see, because it would take you three years and eight hours a day, seven days a week, to watch that 14,000 hours. I don't think right. many people have that kind of.
6: No, have, and Tucker, have, Carlson, they, Tucker Carlson needs to get with Dave Summerall or, or Gary McBride or Trennis Evans yeah. and let him let, let these men point out to him the areas they need to look in because it's overwhelming. And, and we need to get to the bottom of this now, not later. So it's absolutely that's, important that they, that they talk to somebody that's been looking at this footage for the last two years and doing their job for the them.
0: Actual. Have anybody from, uh, I don't like calling their names, but from the right-wing media, have any of them have had you all on to interview you all or talk about your family or what have you? None of oh, them. Oh no! Exactly. What... This is
5: no. this is where we do this is where we do that Brady Bunch thing where everybody looks down and looks <laughs> to the side, and, and, you know? Right. No, nobody looked at me. I, I, nobody's called us. All the mm-hmm. big names they want to drip this information out to the public slow so they can make their yeah. political points and hold these people hostage for longer, and pass laws, and get money, and get funding, and call us terrorists, and set this the stage, and make examples. And like Trinna so famously says, get their pound of flesh. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing to these families, the long-term mm-hmm. effect to these children, the wives, the jobs, the community, the church, the everything that's involved, times 20 or 30 per J6-er, because you got the surrounding, you got the whole aunts and uncles and cousins and Brothers and sisters, this is a horrible thing and it's intentional. That's what's so bad.
0: Yeah. You know, and I'm not. Yeah, they here. don't. They Ahead, I want daughter. an
6: investigation into my daughter's murder. My daughter's murder has never been properly investigated. I want Michael Liewold Bird investigated. I want the Morris investigated. I want Officer Bagshaw who beat Victoria White investigated. He he has, he was involved in an off-duty murder and shooting this, this summer and that was never properly investigated. And they're holding American citizens completely responsible for carrying a flag and, and we need to look into the behavior of the Capitol Police that day. And I don't think American citizens realize that the Capitol Police are not an actual police force or an arm of Congress. They answer only to Congress, take their orders from Congress. They're not subject to FOIA. They're not subject to transparency and they're allowed to act in a manner that, that is just unexplainable. And, and they they actually, they operate, they don't operate with immunity. They operate with impunity. They answer to no one. And and we need to That's change right. that as American citizens. Barney yeah, Fife killed my daughter and I want him investigated.
0: Yeah, But you mm-hmm. just said something. You said they take their orders from, from Congress. Did Congress yes, tell ma'am. them to beat American citizens, because what I saw was the police officers beating people, is what I saw. Yes ma'am, and if you
6: watch if you watch Dave Summerall's uh, writing history video, you can see a red flare go up in the air that seemed to be some sort of signal. And, and like, like like we pointed out, this has been going on way too long. We have men like you know, um, um, Trena Evans and Dave Summerall that actually know the truth and we need to have some congressional members listen to them and actually take action behind the words of American people. I had I had a meeting with uh, the chief of staff of a congressman the other day that didn't even know who Michael Byrd's name was. I mean, didn't even know who Ray Epps was, didn't know who Michael Byrd's name was. And and I, I think that you know the, the January 6th committee hearing all those people should be arrested because they had a, it wasn't it wasn't a hearing it was a show trial and adam kinzinger mm-hmm. who was supposed to be our representative actually donated to michael bird's give send go account and that's a definite yeah. conflict of interest and every single one of those people up there was lying you cannot have a january 6th committee hearing without talking about ashley babbitt roseanne boylan kevin Greason, and benjamin phillips and for that matter officer brian sicknick who we believe died at the hands of the capitol police neglect that day
5: that's right
6: Oh, wow.
0: yeah.
6: well, now, yeah. I heard
0: one of you all said something about the doors being open from the inside so I did yes. get a video clip of that right and I posted it this was about I want to say about six or seven months ago and it was Kissinger I can't remember his first name but he called himself going to call Diamond and Silk out for posting that video it actually showed where the doors was open from the inside so my question was if the doors are open from the inside is it an inside job You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. I
11: I can. I can blast open. Come on, Uh, Sean. Tell her how that worked. Well, I was there. That's the thing is that I was there when the doors were initially opened. They were opened less than two minutes after the initial breach. So there was a breach at a Senate wing door. And then these guys supposedly ran through the building just haphazardly. You know how Trump supporters are. And I'm sorry, the guys don't look like Trump supporters to me. That's just my opinion. And then and then they run around and then they open the doors and then they leave. So that was the first door that they opened. okay? and then I went into the other part of the building and I encountered police in a hallway and they weren't giving any lawful orders. They weren't giving any direction. They weren't telling anybody what to do or anything else. And then they just led people down the hallway. And so under the guise of leading these people out of the building, they actually opened another set of doors. And that's the real famous video that people see where people are streaming in and the and the and the officer says, you know, I don't agree with it, but I respect it. In the meantime, and actually before that, George Tinney, who has been arrested, convicted and sentenced to three years, I believe, he actually went and opened up another set of doors. So I think what people don't realize is that all of the windows in the Capitol were replaced in 2017, except for a very select few. And those select few windows were still able to be breached with, say, a two by four, which is how the initial breach occurred before Dominic Pozzola cleared it with his shield. You had another individual who actually broke that window with a two by four. So it was it was completely set up. And in fact, when you look at what the police did out on the west side, They the way they shot munitions in the crowd forced the crowd up those stairs. And it's like they they pushed them away from certain areas and herded them into other areas. And this was a tactic i had seen in D.C. a lot because like back on November 14th, the D.C. Metro police were herding Trump supporters and other people towards BLM Plaza. I was there when that happened. So this was not something new. This is something that they had practiced. It was a tactic. Now, that's not to say that everybody knew what was going on that day. You don't need that many people to know. You just needed command, and you needed issues with command. And furthermore, when you look at the entire structure of how that worked, it was a mess. They say that Trump did all this stuff, or he didn't fight National Guard, when it was completely Nancy Pelosi's responsibility. It was completely Muriel Bowser who delayed and delayed. And furthermore, they had actionable intelligence on December 30th that told them that there was a well-known neo-Nazi group coming into town who intended to incite violence and goad Trump supporters into going into the Capitol. Not a single one of those people has been arrested, and it's known to me that their names are known. So there's a lot that still has to come out besides what we've seen with undercover officers, besides what we're now picking apart with these doors. But that's what's so disturbing, is that the Department of Justice has done everything in their power to hide this from the American people. And yeah, so that's and, everything that we do and people in this room is all about trying to find the truth. And that's really what it's about.
0: And and not to mention, I believe Nancy Pelosi's daughter was there also uh, with her yes. cram- camera crew, I guess, doing some type of movie or whatever. They don't want to talk about that. And then let me circle back around to this Kendra character, this crybaby, whatever you want to call him. You know, one thing he pointed out in this video that I was sharing with the public was that, Somebody from the second floor is the one that opened the door. My question is, in the video, you don't see the second floor. So how he know who was on the second floor?
11: That's a good
4: so question. You got, I got to
0: push back against that. Yeah, so this, the deal is, this was infiltrated. It's clear as day. And that's the reason why they don't want to put the footage out. And now they slow rolling this footage because, like you said, they want to just keep their hands here. Keep your tide out
5: there so they can push this narrative. That's the the secret right there. So there's two sides, two sides to every story. Like there's two sides to this building. You make them fight Mm -hmm. on one side, you let them in the other side. And then you tell everybody on TV, ooh, they all fought to get in. It was horrible. But how those cameramen get in with no spray on their cameras, no beat up equipment, and they're all in there ready to go before Ken Harrells and all these other guys even get there, you know? So this is yeah. the narrative, and they were they were quick to jump out and say that we did something bad to a policeman, Officer Sicknick. They lied about him. We found the witnesses that brought him to the police. We know that whole story was made believe by the media and the government, so people would get tricked and not support the J6ers, and we really need to, to correct the death record on the scene from that same coroner that weighed in on the George Floyd case Is the same coroner that's over all these desks as well. So uh-huh. there is, like Sean said, plenty to dig into.
0: Here's, here's another one. Here's another one. What about the people that scaled the wall? You have to have skills to scale the wall. How do they know how long the rope need to be to scale the wall?
5: Oh, they were just being kids on play day. Just I think, think everybody wanted to give it what a I'm whirl. What
0: I'm saying to you all is somebody <laughs> got to know something was about to happen in order to have the equipment there they needed for it to happen. I was looking at these videos and some of the people that was on the outside, the police was on the inside, but the people was on the outside, they had gas masks on. How did they know to have gas masks on? How did they know that the police from the inside was about to spray the mace and the gas and all of this different stuff? Because MAGA was infiltrated and they knew somebody had to initiate what was about to happen. Bottom line.
12: Silk, on, on the gas mask thing, think in these terms. If you'd been to any of the previous rallies or seen what have been happening around the country, BLM and Antifa are well-known for using all kinds of different gases, throwing tear gas into crowds. Uh, this is a ta- common tactic that they use. This has happened, whether it be acid, tear gas. They've threatened acid attacks. David knows about that. There's been several of these instances where those happen. And they talk about, well, why were Trump supporters dressed in tactical gear? People dressed in tactical gear because in D.C., when you're in the streets of D.C. marching in a protest or demonstration or being a part of your civil liberties and actually standing up and saying something about uh, an event coming there, Antifa attacks people. The Trump supporters don't go out and attack Antifa and BLM. BLM and Antifa, and it's, I don't think it's fair to lay, lay it all at the feet of just BLM. But Antifa is the worst of it. But you have other uh, terrible instigators that run around in these groups and they take advantage of the mass numbers and then they run out and they create these situations and they bust the windows and create the looting and the herd mentality takes over. But that is what happens in D.C. Let's not forget January 20th, 2017, when people came down the street, busting out windows, throwing, co- throwing bombs into mm-hmm. cop cars, cocktails, That's right. let's. They sealed 200 cases and said that they were civil rights protesters. Protesters. They tried a handful of them. They didn't get any convictions because they couldn't get a conviction in D.C. because those people were protesting Donald Trump getting elected, and a D.C. jury wasn't going to have those people found guilty. So they they dropped almost near 200 cases, left about 59 of them active, and tried to go after just the leadership. Totally different, yeah. a total flip. They did January 6, but you asked about the Select Committee earlier. I got to touch on this. The select committee had evidence that was pertinent to these people. There was evidence that was damning in some cases, but in many cases was helpful to the people that went through these trials. Yet the select committee refused to give that information over. A defendant has a right to all of the evidence, and it's not up to the court or the government to decide which evidence is available to them or which evidence might be meaningful all of the evidence is to be available to the person so that they can go through it, sift through that and determine what is the relative evidence that they want to use as a defense. But that wasn't, that didn't happen. But you still had these courts telling people like, well, have you been before the select committee? And I was one of those people begging because the select committee, let me get this, paint this very clear picture. And I'll say this, I challenged the select committee or any of the members there, Raskin Thompson, all those people you fraudulently altered and doctored video evidence and played it for the American people as if it were true. I know this because I was one of the people that they altered the timestamp of the video that I was in. They changed the order of events and they created this nice little narrative. They did this on June 9th and we filed a Fifth Circuit case against them and they stopped mm-hmm. using the name after that. But these things happen and mine is a minor situation. What about people like Kenneth Harrelson? or Stuart Rhodes, or Enrique Tarrio, or even Ashley babbitt I mean, people that aren't even here, the investigations, these things have never been available to these people so they could go to court with this information and get to the bottom and deliver the truth because they tied it. And the prosecutors are even more wrong for advancing cases where they know the evidence wasn't available to the people while the DOJ is demanding the select committee give the evidence up, and they're saying no. Benny Thompson was saying, no, we're not going to give up their uh, proprietary
0: but see, where is our Republican leaders on this? Even down to the Black Lives Matter advocate, I believe his name is Solomon, I believe, who sold footage, video footage back, to, I believe it was to CNN, if I'm not mistaken. You know, John. Where Sullivan. Is our, yeah. yeah, where is our leaders on that? We have the evidence, we have the information, but don't nobody want to disclose it and expose it. And see, that's the problem. That's
7: just like like the uh, Harry Dunn. Yeah. There's video evidence proving my husband and other Oath Keepers were the barricade between the agitators, the the real agitators, not the actual patriots, and Harry Dunn protecting him from causing a bigger scene than what he already was. Mm -hmm. And they were basically the barricade. Wow! And they put their lives at risk in between those individuals and Harry Dunn, and Harry Dunn lied on the stand. And wow. there's video evidence proving all this, and it's out in public. David can vouch for it. Everyone on the panel can vouch for it.
11: I and was standing this, there.
7: This should have exonerated the Oath Keepers. That was yeah. right there.
0: Well, that's that why you they don't. don't yep. In the end, you all. Should have brought, yeah. brought my husband home. They should have brought my husband home. In the end, truth is what's gonna win. Okay, God wins in the end, and you all. I only have a one-hour show, and my one hour is up. up. time. So I'm gonna have to. I'm, we're gonna have to work to get you all back on because we got to stay updated and informed. We got to let the people know what's going on, so you all will be back. Okay, because we got to pick up this conversation. I got to know about who's being raped. Where's I got to know about this? You telling me people are somebody being raped?
10: Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's people being beaten. The guards come in at night, beat the people up. Uh, there's all kinds of there's horror stories that I can tell you that we picked up along the way. I can okay. bring these people in, you know, and, yeah. you, and you can talk to them
0: yourself. So yeah, I'm gonna have you all yep. back. Uh, my my people is gonna get in contact with you. To bring you on back so we can have another panel again and pick up the conversation where we left off. I want to say thank you all so much. Continue to pray and know that God is not going to bring you to it if He wasn't going to see you through it. God bless you. Thank you all for being on. Thank God,
4: you. Thank you, thank, thank, you thank, thank you so, so much. Thank you God all. You. Oh
0: my goodness. It's, we got we got work to do. We have work to do. But you know, I just couldn't leave without seeing. What Diamond had to say about this. You all take a look.
8: Okay. Silk, I know you want to go off. I'm good. Uh Uh-huh. But listen, you all. Okay, so here's what I think we have to do. We have to get people's attention. Mm -hmm. We America, listen, we cannot. Y'all, we can't let this we can't let this just Just happen like this. And people just committing suicide because people are being railroaded. Mm -hmm. Then after you done railroaded them. Now you decide to drop the charges, but you done brought him to a mental uh, uh, brink mm-hmm. where well, now he's committed suicide. He's he can't, he not coming back here mm. because of what you all done. You just putting charges. The person that kept putting these charges up on him, yep. they need to be, be arrested. arrested. This is bias. This yep. is railroading. Yep. Is what you're doing. Yep. Yeah. You trying to get something to stick. I'll create this crime and make it... Well, see, thing. the same thing they did to him,
0: they're trying to do the president. Trump. Yeah. There's no crime, but they're trying to create a crime, make it look like a crime, It'd be in search of a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
8: Wasting our tax dollars in doing so. In doing so. Let me take a deep cleansing breath, y'all, yes. because let me tell you something. It, it was... Uh... This is disturbing. This is very disturbing. And then I
0: we see all of our senators, mm-hmm, right. all of our congressmen and women, mm-hmm. there's a few out there that's speaking out, but a lot more of them should be speaking Seeking out, out
8: this is against wrong. this, because this is still supposed to be America. Uh-huh. And get, gather your information. Gather. To gather it, because when this comes to a head, yes. somebody's going to have to listen. A day of reckoning uh-huh, yeah. will happen, that uh-huh, Yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody's awesome. going to have to be held accountable. Accountable. And see... The sad thing is you're going to have some of the American... I didn't know where the media said this. Well, that's what you get for listening to the media and not doing your research to find out what's going on. That's right. Some of you sitting up laughing like this is funny Mm. and it ain't nothing funny about this. Today is them; tomorrow. It can be you. Then what you going to do? That's right.
0: Hmm? What you going to do? What you going to do? So now to my Republicans, to my Republican... Congressmen, Congresswomen, Senators, it's time for you all to man up and stand up against this tyranny. It's time for somebody to go and let these people know what you're doing is unconstitutional. Open up your mouth, do what you need to do, and get these people released. That's right. Due process. They're not being given due process here. We see it. We know it. Y'all know it. But Republicans... Hey, you got the house now? Do what you need to do to end this because this right here is wrong here in America. And with that said, you know, every day you are at 1121 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we start what we're doing and we pray. I pray for you and I hope you're praying for me and we got to pray for our country. I want you to pray for all of these political prisoners in our country. I cannot believe that this is America. I cannot believe that this is America and this is going on in America's house. I cannot believe this. This is disgusting. And shame on you. The people that are supposed to be the leaders in leadership. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're wasting time. You're wasting energy and you're wasting money. These people should not have to go through this drinking brown water, that's really infuriating to me. So you are going to have to pray for Silk. And I'm going to pray for you all. Let's pray for our country. Let's just, just continue to pray you all, because I believe in the power of prayer. And I know that prayer is going to change things. So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you all next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Love you all. Bye-bye.
11: You're watching Lindell TV.